What's going on, everybody? This is the Growing Up Italian Podcast, and today I have a special guest, Premium Pete. That's right, man. Uh, also known as Pietro. Pietro. What's, wait, what's your government? Are we allowed to say your government name? Yeah, yeah, for name? sure. Peter Gibaldi. Peter Gibaldi. Nice yeah. Italian kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Brooklyn. Not, not the Gibaltis. Or, you know, the, does anyone know about the, the, the Gibraltar? They're from Italy somewhere. The Gibraltar. The Gibraltar. You ever heard of Rocket Gibraltar or something like that? You ever heard of it? Yeah. If no. you look it up, you'll see it, but... Uh, Wait, what part of Italy is your family from? Uh, Sicily, Casamara di Golf. But you know, oh, that's why you asked me if I was from Sicily. Yeah, yeah. You know what it is too. Uh, shouts to uh, the this gracious hall we're in. I just cracked open a nice uh, can of Sprite. Um, you know, you know it's funny. Growing growing up, it's funny we say growing up Italian. I want to jump right into it. I'll let you eat it. But when you say like where my family is from, like we would see them every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And the I would never, from other side, yeah. And I would never even know I hadn't. So, 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 for instance, some holidays, you know, they're like your cousins are coming in from Italy, and but we were out of touch from them. Like I, I, you know, as I grow older and older, I would say, right, I'm just like a New Yorker Italian. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I would go, you know, I would go there and be like, ah, this pizza sucks. They would come here and they'd be like, ah, this pizza sucks. You know? Um, but I would have cousins I wouldn't even know of. Like you know, I, I remember one. I may have been like 15 years old. And uh, we had a bunch of, uh, you know, oh, you know, your cousin, some families coming in from Italy. Well, they had blonde hair, blue eyes, Sergio, you know, was coming in, Isabella, fucking uh, 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 Rocco, you know, and, and I didn't even, you know, some of them didn't even speak English. And one, one of my grandmothers spoke Italian, and she, when she passed away, I feel like a lot of the family, like a lot of us kids, didn't speak anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I would speak a couple of words with her, but when it wasn't, when it wasn't necessary in the house, like when it didn't become a priority, nobody spoke anymore. But I guess the reason why I'm bringing that up for is because it's funny when you mention Italy and I think about all my cousins I have over there. I don't even know, I don't even know them all like that. You got to add them on Facebook. Yeah. They all start popping <laughs> up. On the Facebook. Yeah. yeah. We got the Michizia. Yeah. So, um, Pete, I, I've known about Pete for a while. I told him the story today when we first met up that, uh, the first time I heard of him was with Static. Static Select. When I used to run around with him a lot. Producer, father, uh, uh, hip hop lover, hip hop lover, and 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 just a, a good dude, man. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, I like. He him actually a lot. made the beat our intro to the podcast. Really? Yeah, I was with him and he cut it up. So when uh one day I was like with Static, I forgot what event we were at. But he was like, that's Pete. He's Italian. You should know who he is. <laughs> so, years later, you know, obviously I've been following your stuff for a while. Then at uh, Sopranos Con, Evan connected us. Yeah, shouts to Up North Trips, Ev Boogie. Uh, another good dude, man. Yeah, another good guy. And then, uh, you know, I heard you were you did a lot of work with Sopranos Con. So I'm like, this is perfect. If in Sopranos Con there's a picture of you and Federico, a.k.a. Furio, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with, the, with the gun to gun my head. head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. You know what's so funny? So the guy who made that meme is, uh, uh, is, is his name is Mr. Morris, mm-hmm. right? I think he's like Mr. Morris 55. If you check out his page, he's got hysterical memes. I mean, he's the one that put like, all the 50 memes when they were making like 50 as Takashi 69. Oh, of all the Soprano memes you're talking about? He don't make all the soprano memes. But oh, because there was a meme. wall there of like all yeah, the that's, soprano that's, memes. Yeah, that's that's Danny. That's time oh, Danny. Im- did yeah, that. that's time okay. memorial. Yeah. yeah, 
That's Danny. He he uh, he's made some. I mean, the one with Uncle Junior where he's you see the the the, the girl's legs and it says greetings from Boca. Yeah. You know. Um, that's he's just, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's just, why his page is like how many how he got so many followers. You know, bro. The meme, quality content. One of the best Soprano memes I ever seen was when uh, Tony Soprano and and Carmelo are in bed, and it has like a cloud over her head. And he says he's thinking about like something like he can't wait to get to the Bing Namar to heat up the Chinese food from ye- from yes- yeah. yesterday. When someone ate it. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> so, so it was question. But anyway, someone like yeah. that had to watch Sopranos like ten times, like one after another, right? Oh yeah, I, you know it's uh, like you just watch an episode and try to find a meme from it, you know. You know, you just I have a lot of friends like that, and and sometimes I forget that I don't have friends like that. So what mm-hmm. I mean by that, it's not only Sopranos, it's just all mob movies. Mm-hmm. You know, I have pet friends that I talk to, you know, maybe I'll be like, uh, he says, you want something to eat? I say, no, I'm good. He goes, I, I thought you said you were right. You know what I mean? I, I, I thought you said you were right, Spider. So we may use lines, like even in yeah, Donnie yeah, Brasco, yeah. where it's like, you know, I die with you, Donnie. You know, or like, you know, I don't know if you remember the part when uh, uh, Al Pacino goes into the barbershop. He says, I don't know, Don the Jew. I said, I know him. I didn't say I fucked him. You know, and and so so we use we use lines yeah, like yeah. you know like 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 my j- friend my friend Nicky's like that he, yeah my friend Nick Donza he especially Sopranos he literally watched Sopranos I think he said like seven times like from beginning to end so I'm gonna admit something I just I've watched so many Sopranos episodes but after the con I started watching from the beginning and I'm like in season five almost at the end. Like I wanted to watch it from start to end just so I could understand, you know, everything that sure. goes on, you know? Sure. You know, I, mean, like, I think like Goodfellas, you think about like, you know, with the part with, uh, you know, Tony Darrow, Joe Pesci, where, you know, could you believe this prick last week asked me to christen his kid? You know, yeah. I charged 7000 There are certain lines that forever live on, you know, even like in Casino when you think about when they're in the desert and he goes, and what the fuck are you doing on TV anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. And... So I guess what I'm saying is a lot of friends I have, we live that life. You use that in everyday conversations. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, you know, um, and, and, you know, you think about Sopranos. Like, you know, what these guys pulled off at Sopranos Con was amazing because, you know, Sopranos, like, I remember we used to rush home. You know, like, like I was just showing you a panel live episode that I did with, like, uh, Big Pussy, I keep on Catherine. saying, well, uh, her name is Charmaine Bucco. Charmaine Bucco. Uh, but, but Tony had the hots for her yeah, in the yeah. show, oh, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. was an episode I just watched yesterday where he had the dream and she was in the bed. And Artie's like, she likes it like this. I'm like, wow. Fucking Artie. But no, you know, it's just, I had the, um, yeah, there's a point I was fucking making. And uh, I had the panel, but um, I was trying to think of a fucking point I was making. But it's amazing what they've done. But I, oh, that's what I was making. I was I was like I told the crowd make some noise if you were one of the people who watched Sopranos and ran home and put out a spread on Sunday night and treated Sunday nights before Sopranos at nine so about seven thirty eight o'clock put out a spread and treated it like a Super Bowl make mm-hmm. some fucking noise yeah and everybody, and everybody was going nuts because a lot of people did that you know that's how we treated it you know we ran home I feel like Sunday nights haven't been the same since Sopranos have been off the air. Are you a Game of Thrones guy or no? No. You never watched no, it? No, no. You know, it's so crazy. I, I, I get some people ask, how did you never watch it? I said, I, I, I just, I don't, you, know, you know what it is? It's like I'm, I'm, I'm open-minded. I'm not just an old school kid. I'm, I believe in the old school. Um, I was raised on it. I, I believe on, ca- I, I, I love classical stuff. You know, like that, 
that shit that is classic to me. But uh, I just didn't, never got into Game of Thrones. I don't know. Maybe one day, you know. I got into yeah, Walking that was, Dead. That was a big. That was a big TV show. Game of Thrones. I actually got into it yeah. later on too. I got into Walking Dead, and I swear to God, I binge watched it. And I don't know how some people binge watch shit because I would start at like nine o'clock in the morning. Know? No, at night. Oh, at you night. know, I and I'll be up to like five, six in the morning. I would walk upstairs. My son's in his bed. I would walk up. I was like a zombie walking up. I, was, I just I watched like a half a season, you know. And, and then the next day I was shot because you know nothing stops. Yeah. You know. You know. It's like I, you got to have time to watch TV. You know. I think about like when we watch The Sopranos. Like, you know. Yeah, we it was ran an episode home. at a time. Yeah, but you know. But you, gotta you have really. Time. You know, it's funny you said that because I I was thinking about that with Sopranos. Like today, if someone wanted to watch Sopranos today, it would be easy. You just have to have the HBO. Like HBO service, and you could literally watch every episode because it's available on HBO. But back then, when it first came out, you would need to go out and buy the DVDs. It was sure, a little, it was a little, sure, the whole it was set. a little harder to do it, you know. Yeah, but more, more importantly, you, you, you could do it now, but you have to have time, and that's that's the to me like that's the toughest thing. If you're somebody that's moving and shaking and got a lot going on, or you got kids, or, or you know whatever you got, it's it's hard to. For me, it, yeah, it would be hard to watch the whole season over again, you know? Mm -hmm. So how does it being an Italian guy in the hip-hop world and yeah, you know, I, the creative world? Yeah, yeah, I, I think... Like, uh, you're a black sheep, similar to me, because, yeah. you know, I'm like the only one in my family with tattoos. Everybody's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very old yeah, school, get, you know? I get all this, uh, <laughs> you know, why do you have the tattoo? Yeah. You know, that's a disgust. My dad calls it tartu. Yeah. Like tartufo. <laughs> You know, uh, <laughs> and now, you know, it's funny after I got tattoos, my dad got tattoos. Really? Yeah. He got like two or three. You know, listen, Italian dads, uh, you know, we got to give them a lot of credit and, and especially in this day. Now, somebody's listening to this 30 years from now. I don't know, but we got to give Italian dads a lot of credit because they, they, they're hardworking men. They love their families. Um, they, I, I've seen it. They they give less to themselves, so they give more to the kids, um, and 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 they were raised by men who uh, weren't really the most loving people, you know. That's a good. That's it, really you know. Like my father's father. My father's name's Andrew. My father's father. I never met him. His name was Nunzio. Good no no. Your he, grandfather. Yeah, yeah. He owned he owned the diaper route. Okay. A diaper route? Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. You know, I, I, he would just go around delivering diapers. I guess all they day. used to clean them and then drop them off. Oh. I don't know, you know, how that okay, worked okay. at the time. I can see that. I guess they didn't have the fucking pampas with the fucking pee striper. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you something. That, that that whoever invented that pee stripe on the diaper, I don't know if you ever seen it. Saves like, lives. It, it lets right? you know like when they peed. Man, I wish I, had, you know, my first kid they didn't have that. My second kid, I was like, oh, he, yep, he peed. You know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> did you, you so you you change your kids' diapers? You, you yeah, take pride absolutely, in that. absolutely. Because like you know me when uh, my kids were first born, I was like I think I could handle this. I wrap sandwiches for a living, <laughs> so I should be able to do this. So you know over time I got better, but like I know some guys that say oh I'm never changing my kids' diaper. I'm like you're not really a man then. Like I mean I don't know what it is. I know a couple of people like that too, and uh, you know for me. You know, I, look, I, I'll tell you a quick story, and then I want to get back. I don't want to lose the fact I meant on Italian men, so I don't want to lose it because it's funny. When you start just chopping up on podcasts and get some great stories, we lose it. But check this out. When you talk about changing diapers, I know some men that are like that. Like, oh, I don't change diapers. I, don't, I never thought like that. You have to understand, 
I had my daughter. My daughter was going to be 20 years old. I had my daughter. When she, when she became two years old, when she turned two years old, we, me and her mother were divorced. So I had her on the weekends, and I would come extra days. I had no idea what I was doing. I, I, you know, I seriously, you know, I, I used to go to my, that guy I come from a time family, I, I would go on, they, they were always busy, I would go over there on the weekends and hang out with them, I had my niece, we'd get together, but from an early time, I wanted to learn how to be, uh, you know, involved in her life, and that, that considered changing diapers, you know, when I drove her around, and she, if it smelled, I didn't just leave it, so, you know, I mean, I, kid get rash, and, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, you know what I mean, up, like, you know? I see some fucking parents, they got their kids with the fucking diaper, it's like five pounds, you know what I mean, yeah, like, underneath, you know, so, so anyway, here's a quick story, one day, uh, you know, uh, my ex-wife drops her off to me, and we're, we're hanging out, I was living in Mill Basin at the time, and, and she, I didn't realize this, um, but then she went to the bathroom, and she said, dude, 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 so I, I come and grab her. I open up her diaper. I lay her on the floor. I put the, the diaper uh, uh, mat down, mm-hmm. and I lay her on the floor, and the fucking thing is blue shit. So I said, holy shit. So I called my mother, you know. Blue? Just like blue. The shit blue. was blue. Mm-hmm. So I said, Ma, I, I don't know what's going on, but, uh, you know, I, uh, I you know, said, well, what did you do? You know, my mother was always like one of those blaming people. Like, well, well, what would you give her? Yeah, yeah, you know, and <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know why. It's blue. It's blue. So, I, you know, she said, maybe you call the doctor. So I'm I'm bugging out. All of a sudden, I realize I look. You know, thank God, I look. She ate a blue crayon, but I was bugging. She ate a blue crayon, so she shitted out the crayon. But there's a point I'm making. I would never know that if I didn't change the diaper, you know. And 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 I feel like you know you gotta have you gotta be able like you know changing. There's nothing fun about changing shit or piss, but um. It, it it made me really involved, and I you know I appreciated that growing up, you know. And I think men, to be honest with you, it's like. I don't ever want to be regardless. I don't of, like yeah. when a woman does. It's your turn, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of situation yeah. either. Yeah, like that's that's corny and that's whack too. Yeah, but you know, a father has to hold it down. You know? Of course, especially of course. for, for the little ones. Of course, and and going back for a second to what I was saying about our fathers' fathers, and how like I'm sure they didn't like you know show so much affection and 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 you know all the love and. You know, sometimes Italians are, are, are different of how they show love. You know, they're stubborn, sometimes close-minded, mm-hmm. um, and they have a lot of love, but they, sometimes they don't show it. Like, or they don't know how to. Yeah, well, well because think about how they were raised. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I like that the newer generation, you know, is, is, is all about showing love and about changing diapers or about doing whatever it takes, you know. I have friends, look, I'll be honest with you, too. I've met girls, I've been with even my son's mother. You know, she she does very well for herself. She does a great job. A lot of times over things, we would split things. And my friends who I grew up with, Italian kids, would be like, what kind of man are you? You're splitting things with her? Like, you know, sometimes she wanted to take care of a bill. Like when we were dating, she wanted to take care of a bill. And they were like, that. you know, I, I grew up, we never let a woman pay. But there were times where but she, nice to she see was, her off yeah, she was like, while, Yeah, she know? was like, yo, I, I, I'm paying for this. I don't care. And then, you know, you make it up or whatever. But what I mean is being more open-minded. Like, some things I feel like it's not about me getting a meal. It's about me uh, uh, respecting that she wants to show me that she um, is also a provider as well. And and to be honest with you, you would, you would want that. Because growing up, you know, I met a lot of uh, women that didn't, that, that expected men to take care of them. And, and, and they really couldn't take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you would want somebody, God forbid anything happened to you, that could... Take care, Take of, care you. of you and your family. Hold it down. Because you know a lot of guys will talk like that, but a lot of these guys that get locked up, they don't have anything. 
Yeah. And then they mean? leave their girl with nothing. Yeah, you know, and then all of a sudden you know? they, they're expecting a handout from fucking Joey Bombots. That's why Al, Al Pacino said in Donnie Brasco, when Sonny Black was in the can, 200 Fazuls, week in, week out I gave him. You know? It adds up. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 some real life stuff. But I feel but, like people like that think too old school because it's really not like that. Like, how many women really stay home nowadays? It's rare. What's, what's wrong with a two-income family? Yeah, it's rare. You know, what, what what's wrong with that? You know, I look at it even for me as a freelancer. Sometimes women don't get enough credit. Even me as so, a so so that's that's what you are, right? A freelancer. I, I guess have I people would say ask it. me, what does Pete do? I think <laughs> you know it's funny. I get I get like does Pete I work? Like, I feel like <laughs> people funny. say that about me too, so don't yeah. feel bad. No, no, no. People no. people go, you don't work at the shop. What? Just because you don't see the work I do, I'm not always physically there slicing the pursuit doesn't mean i don't work yeah you know it's like even like even like when you do freelance or you work from home people think you don't work you know uh people think just just because if you go into an office that's work just because if you grab a a a, a hammer or a, or a jackhammer and are breaking up some concrete that's work uh, you know yeah that's forms of work but a lot of people do different work you know uh whether that be on phone calls and conversations and you know, bringing uh, building, projects, building partner, building yeah, like br- building friendships. You know, yeah, building intellectual property, mm-hmm. branding. You know, uh, helping grow mm-hmm. things. Uh, you know, but yeah, so it's it's hard. Whenever someone asks me like, "What do I do?" It's like it's always hard. And it's funny how you say some people don't know. We I think we're in a world these days where people look at people who are doing things as to what they do. Like, mm-hmm. people, when they see people doing things, like, well, what exactly do they do? Like, I hear that. It's not only from me. I hear that from other people. Mm-hmm. When they see somebody who's doing well, you know. They're like, what does he do? Yeah. They're like, the perfect example for that is growing up Italian. People are like, but what do you guys do? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we'll do whatever, you know. But I think that the people who get it, get it. And I think the people who don't get it, I don't think anybody should ever be upset about it. I think they should try to explain to them. I always say like this, like if you don't know Premium Pete, I used to use this in my mindset. Like 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 somebody would like um say like, Yo, that's Premium Pete. You don't you don't know Premium Pete? Oh man, you're crazy, you don't know and I used to be like I used to jump in and be like, No, no, it's okay. Because everybody may not know who I am. But how do you get them to know who you are? That's how you should think. You shouldn't think like how the fuck you don't know who I am. You should think, yo, how do I get them to know you know, and, and that that could be maybe a different angle of things. You know, it's like, look, I'm, I've been involved in hip hop, loving hip hop, you, you know, um, always been Italian, always stay true to myself, always stay true to who I am. But, you know, it's like I I would have different people on. I would have Gary Vee on, you know, he would put me on his, uh, 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 you know, platforms, introduce me to his audience. Mm-hmm. So you never know who. Who's a fan of you? Yeah, you don't ever know who the audience. Look, I had the founder of Venmo come on. You know, he pitched it to his people. Maybe there's like these like super duper, you know, uh, you know, app developer nerds listening to the show that I don't know that are now fans of the show. You know, so I I, I look at it like that. You know, that's that's definitely good. And if you guys haven't listened to the Premium Peace Show, I really recommend it, especially. For hip hop, but you do have all different kinds of guests. But when I think of your show, I think of like mostly hip hop oriented. Like I, I listen to the China Mac episode, the Johnny Shipes episode. So if you guys want to check him out, he actually just did two really good episodes with a couple of uh, Italians that you guys will really like. 
the Big Time Tommy episode, which yep. I thought was phenomenal. Yeah, thank you. And uh, Tony's Tony Sirico. Tony Sirico, a.k.a. Paulie Walnuts. What do you hear? What do you say? We did a good one with Furio, too. I oh, don't know did if you? you? See. Yeah, that was months back. I got, I got to check that one out. Um, but, yeah, I try to, like, here's the thing, too. And like I was telling you off air, I, I truly try to be diversified. You know, I know what it is growing up being Italian, uh, pun intended. I know what it is, you know, uh, podcasting. I started very early on uh, when people would make a joke out of it. Um, I know what it is to be in streetwear and sneakers. I know what it is to be a bad kid, be a good kid. I know what it is to be a father. So anyway, having said all that, I try to lend my advice or, 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 or work with things that I like and I love. You know, but more importantly, you think about it like it's they used to make this joke. It takes 10 years to become an overnight success. You know, it's like a lot of things you got to be involved in where people don't even know mm-hmm. what it is until you're making and it. And finally, it'll hit. Yeah, you know? I used to have friends. Look, I grew up with you know, you're Italian. You grew up with kids that fucking say all this shit. I used to have kids tell me like, bro, in 2009, when we started podcasting, they're like, why would anyone want to hear your voice? This is what my friends used to say in my neighborhood. They loved me, but they were like, they just didn't see it. They just don't understand They were like, it. you're wasting your time. Are you making money, though? Are you making money? Yeah, and yeah, I said, like, no, we're not that. making no money. Well, what the fuck are you wasting your time? And you think about it. When I say it to myself, like, fuck, almost 10 years later, like, I traveled the world because of the Combat Jack show and Premium Petro. I made tons of money from it. You know, uh, well, I don't say tons of money, but we made we made we made a we made a job. Mm-hmm. We made a, a a nice salary. But then, you know? you know, you were telling me something that you know I really needed to hear. That podcasting opened a door to other things. Maybe you did a podcast with somebody, and then another another business opportunity came out of it. You Bro, know, which is so plenty pl- plenty of those happen. I give you an example. One of my dear friends named Mark Zablow. He owns uh, this marketing company called Cogent. He introduced me to a tons of restaurateurs, like tons. And uh, he introduced me to you know, the guys who own Catch. I don't know if you've heard of the restaurant Catch, Catch yeah, Steak. Yeah. He owns me, you know, introduced me to uh, uh, this other guy who owns Ann Pizza. It's like uh, these flatbreads. They're all yeah, they yeah. got like 36 stores. Anyway, I met the guy I, uh, that he introduced me to, had him on the podcast, and then we uh, had a, a a talk where we turned his, he has about 700 employees, we turned an internal newsletter that they used to write up into a podcast that was like three minutes, a weekly one. And So instead of reading all that, you can listen to yeah, it. Yeah, so we, we I, I worked with him and his staff, and we found somebody that we felt had a good voice, and I helped them with the program of it, and we, you know, the equipment, and we built a studio in, 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 his, in, in their headquarters. And we, you know, came up with this where once a week, you know, we, we put some bells and whistles on it. And, you know, meaning in, in, when you listen to it, so the employees get to listen instead of reading it. They it's were easier. He- like yeah, they were too. here like, hey, what's going on, team? This is this. This is the top things you should know this week that's going on in the company. And uh, it had some cool little music uh, transitions. Mm-hmm. And anyway, the point I'm trying to make is, so my friend, think about what I'm saying. My friend introduces me to this guy. Me and him sit and do a podcast. The podcast did real well. People loved it. He's a great story. Me and him became cool. And then he invites me in and then gives me uh, opportunity to make to money, make money yeah. with him. A and business. we've been doing that for about uh, you know a year and change. You know? Yeah, I like that. I, and I like at the end of your podcast how you say, if you know somebody that wants to do this this show, a, you know, a podcast show or someone that has a company that they want to promote. Yeah, sure. Like, you really reach out, and you're like the pioneer to this stuff. You yeah, know? you know, look, I'll give you an example. In 2009, the when I got into podcasting, I got in 
with the uh, late great combat <clears throat> combat Jack Reggio say he was an entertainment lawyer. I'll never forget this too, and this is why if anybody laughs at you or you doubt it, you know, never stop believing in yourself. I'm not trying to be corny or cliche. I'm just trying to be honest. And and I'll never forget he uh, we were at some dinner, and uh, it was like a you know I forgot who, who was for it was like but it was like a big uh, event, and we were sitting down with some black tie or whatever. And everybody walked around, you know, and we're at the table, and they're like, what do you do? What do you guys do? And he was like, oh, we have a podcast. And they were like, oh, that's cute. And they literally, like, kind of smirked because who was a doctor? Who was this? Who did that? Who was a lawyer? You know, and, and, and he was a lawyer. In my mind, I was like, bro, I don't know why you didn't say you're a lawyer. Forget about me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 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 you know, if I was a lawyer, I'd be like, I'm a lawyer. Yeah, exactly. You know, what the fuck are you talking I'll about? Be, and I would say that just to say it any chance I got. Yeah, yeah. You know, especially if a guy's like, oh, that's cute. Like, I was, I feel like there was a shot against us. But, yeah. you know, I look at what it is now and you think about it. There's over 750,000 podcasts, you know. And, and there's going to be so even more. Yeah, it's going to be a billion-dollar industry. So, you know, people say it's cute, you know, and then look, you know. So with that being said, if anybody – wants to do a podcast is curious about it reach out to Pete. yeah yeah I, he I, does this for a living yeah i always tell people you know uh there's a lot of shows i produce you know i like I, see here's the thing i love being um on the mic and i also love doing a lot of work behind the scenes so you edit your episode on every day no i have somebody edit okay. it yeah you know, but i mean like you know but i but but editing is simple you know you, you you always want somebody good so you know i have somebody good and i never left that but meaning just like scripting out shows. Yeah, I think it. I think I think shows should be more seasons now. How do you get into that? You know, uh, explain it to people. Like I wouldn't if I had to do it. Like I have a weekly, you know, show, and I, I wouldn't advise that to anyone no more. You know, do uh, like once a month. Yeah, I get calls from all the people all the time. You know, somebody will meet me and they'll they'll we'll get on a call. They're like, hey, you know, uh, you know, I've been thinking about doing this, and I I tell them all the time, and everybody I tell they understand. In this day and age, I wouldn't unless you unless you, if you have money, and and you just want to kick it on a podcast and that's cool. But if you want to create something, I think the the way to go and and this is too too much gems for the uh, growing up Italian audience. But I I would do a season. I would do something based off of something. And I tell that to all the people. I tell that you know whoever I speak to that yeah, I. That's a good yeah, idea. Maybe yeah. uh, growing up Italian could do that. Like yeah, because know, what are you gonna do every do week? Four, yeah. four seat like. Do a month where you just talk about how much money to put in an envelope. So four, yeah. four episodes of just what goes into it. You know, yeah, or what it was. Oh, yeah, or, or or different types of stuff of growing up Italian or Saucer different types gravy. of generation. Yeah, that's that could be a double season. Well, too too many people have. Before uh, we go, is it saucer gravy? You know, it's funny too because I found myself on a video. I, I did an episode with Scott Storch, and at the end, I said gravy, and I said, "What the fuck? I never hardly ever said gravy. To me, it was always sauce." Yeah. You know, I'm a sauce guy. Uh, yeah, too. you know, but um, in, the, in the Sopranos world, though, it's you know favorite uh, gravy yeah, mostly. Yeah, you know, I don't understand why, but you know that that was always it. You know, but yeah, I mean, you know, look back to what you were saying about uh, uh, hip hop and being Italian, man. You know, it's like for me, it's just about like being yourself, man. You know, I've been able to form a lot of great relationships with a lot of people. And that's just based off of purity, just mm -hmm. based off want to support people. Mm -hmm. I've always been like that. Uh, you know how certain Italians are, like how we, you know, we, we want to lend a helping hand. We want to, sometimes I've done things for people. I didn't, we're not even wanting anything back. And I feel like if you're that type of person, it always comes back to you tenfold. Yep. You know? I agree. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, come on, Guys, man. Guys, check out Pete. Definitely, if you want to just give him one chance, check out 
the Big Time Tommy show and the Polly Walnut show because I just listened to it the other day and I was cracking up. Yeah, it's classic. They're both quality content. Classic. And growing up Italian, man, keep on keep. I, I, it's such a relatable. If you're Italian, it's such a relatable, uh, um, you know, thing. So you know, we gotta get Aunt Barb on the next show, though. Oh, absolutely. She, our uh, followers would love her. Absolutely. She's like the perfect model of what growing up. Next time I is. come, we gotta call her. Or we can call her at a later time and add it to a clip. Exactly. You know? Let's do it. All right, guys, take care. Yeah. Peace.